Hey, welcome to the ISO Coach Podcast. I appreciate that you take this time with me. This is your host, Eric Lopez, and I'm very happy to share this episode with you. My objective is to be here for you with the latest ideas, best practices, and my experience doing and auditing management systems since 1995 in more than 20 countries and more than 300 companies all over the world. I will share experiences with experts that I have met in my 35 years of learning. This is my gift to you. Let me know your questions and it will mean the world to me if you subscribe to this podcast. The ISO Coach Podcast is for you because my friend, you are the ISO Coach. A value-added approach. This is a very important theme to talk about in this episode because this is an important add-on to your career as an auditor. Certification bodies, audited organizations, and other stakeholders root for value-added audits. But what is not a value-added approach? Well, it is not just a good idea, you know? It is not just a good cost. It's not just something that you will do because it comes out of your heart naturally. No, my friend. A value-added approach is about developing an ability in addition to your normal auditing technique. So it requires that you want to upgrade yourself. It requires that you make that commitment to develop an ability. And it's not complex, and my objective in this episode is to tell you how can you get there just following four simple steps. Okay? So... As an auditor, you have to ensure that the audit criteria is covered. That doesn't change. You know, the audit criteria may be the ISO 9001 requirements, API Q1, IATF 6949, AES 9100, and other industry-specific management system requirements. The audit criteria may include the company's management system requirements, specific project requirements, KPIs, previous non-conformities, and many other criteria. So that doesn't change. That is good, and that doesn't change. You still have an audit criteria to make, okay? So we are fine there. Now, let's understand something about business, and it's a basic about business. Every business, unless it's specifically non-for-profit, needs profits to exist. If you, as an auditor, do not recognize this important perspective, Can you imagine uh, working without oxygen? I mean, oxygens are profits for companies. I'm going to present to you four bases for you to achieve this ability of, of an approach that will provide that important value that companies need, that companies are rooting for. The first base is a recognition that your audited organization must compete fiercely every day, every hour with other companies. When I tell you about profits, I'm not telling you to go into financial statements and look for the profit and loss statement, cash flow status, or other financial indicators. I mean, I'm not asking you to understand that the company, first and foremost, must compete successfully. That's what I'm asking you to do. Understand that companies must compete. And in order to compete, they must be agile and adaptable. We are in a world And you can see it doesn't matter where you live in this world. I mean, we have people 
listening to this podcast and thank you for that in so many countries all over the world. And it doesn't matter where you are. You know, the environment is uncertain, of course, and it may have a lot of factors and your company has to be agile and adaptable to compete properly. As an auditor, these two characteristics are not requirements for the audited organization, but agility and adaptability are important for you to understand and keep in mind when auditing and writing your report. Here is the second base. The auditor must not interfere with the competitiveness of the organization. By all means, if the company does not conform to a requirement, that is a nonconformity. That doesn't change. However, when documenting nonconformities, concerns, opportunities for improvements, and other type of findings, the auditor may interfere with the agility and adaptability of the company to compete. If the auditor is not careful. Even if you go to audit organizations like Google, Procter & Gamble, Ford, General Motors, or other well-established and globally recognized companies, they do have competitors. Look, how is that Tesla has more market share on electric vehicles than General Motors and Ford? I mean, these last two companies, they were founded more than 100 years ago, and they were surpassed by a company founded in 2003. Competition is fierce. And I don't care where do you work. You must always improve yourself and compete. Every company has to do that. Well, don't take only the example of these big companies, large companies that I just told you. Smaller companies, they also face first competition. They may compete in a, in a local environment, maybe regional, national but they compete. They may be smaller, but their challenges are equally daunting. You know, when you write a finding, nonconformity concern, office, strong point, be careful. I mean, your report is important. Companies trust you. And the auditor organization is also trusted by that company who hired them. And you represent that certification body or that auditing organization. And your findings may add value or may go against the competitiveness of the company. Let me give you an example. And, uh, okay, this is about customer satisfaction. For example, um, quote, the company should consider implementing customer surveys to improve their customer satisfaction process. Quote. So, compare that phrase to the following. The company may consider alternative options to obtain more accurate and representative information on customer satisfaction related to its market target. So, if you can see, in the second statement, you delivered the point of obtaining better information. In the first, the, in the first sentence, the auditor is recommending an action. Yes, a customer survey may be possible, but it may not add anything to agility and adaptability. So, when I'm saying careful, I'm not saying, you know, be afraid, don't do anything. No, no, what I'm saying is be mindful. Be mindful of the, of the, of the first base, that companies must compete. Okay? And be mindful of the second base, that agility and adaptability is important. Another example, 
is that uh, you find that the company has 100% conformance of its maintenance program. But uh, after auditing, you realize that the way of calculating that 100% is basically about complying with a pre-planned maintenance program. Uh, as an auditor, you can leave it there and just check conformity. You know, an auditor normally... Uh, uh, he or she can just say, you know, okay, good, 100%. The objective is good. That's it. But if you want to go further, if you want to take a step forward and see if the company is considering the cost of the program, perhaps the maintenance program is 100% every year. Yes, good. But what if every year is 20% more expensive? Just that perspective of looking into value will open a lot of possibilities in your findings. Your investigation into the matter may take you to a concern, an office, or, a, or another type of finding. But you see, you will be contributing to the company with a value of cost awareness. Okay, so check. So we have two bases now. The first is to be aware of the competitiveness of the company. And second, to be aware of agility and adaptability of the company. So you have to be looking into now the third base. Ask, ask yourself this question. Am I adding value? Yes. This may sound very demanding, but the more you do this, the more automatic your brain is going to pick it up. When you write your findings, you know, ask, your, ask yourself these questions. Are they adding value of efficiency, for example? Another one is, is this finding adding value regarding stable source of data? Is this finding contributing to a value of quality culture or safety culture? Is this finding adding value of cost reduction? Will this finding contribute to confirm the branding of the company? Always, my friend, auditor, ask this question when writing your findings. What is the value that I want to convey? That is the third base. The fourth base is about validating that you are actually adding value. This is not complex. I mean, don't, don't take this as a complex thing. No, no, no. And, and the more you do it, the more you are going to do it faster and better. Uh, yes, it will require more time at the beginning because you perhaps are not accustomed to that kind of uh, mindset, but... Take that commitment and you will be better and better on, on, on time. So see this example. You may really believe in the value of your finding, you know, but try not to be unilateral and ensure that the audited organization understand the value that you want to convey. That is the fourth, the fourth base. Validate the value you want to convey. Let's say that you want to explain that reducing the number of interested parties will help them to focus better in those parties that actually have an impact in the competitiveness of the company. You know, when you explain the value that you are trying to convey, you know, the company may have, say, may have something to say. What if they say, oh, you know what, um, Mr. Auditor, that was part of our strategy. And we mentioned because of this or that. Okay. Or they might say, you know, we have this regulatory requirement and uh, adding that stakeholder help us with that. Okay, perfect. Or maybe they will say, you know what, I, we didn't see that. I think 
we accept your view and uh, we are excited about improving there. So if you just write your finding, believing that you are adding value, but without validating it with the oddity, your finding may not land in fertile ground. So in order to arrive and land on fertile ground, make sure that the value you want to convey is understood. Remember, you are not a specialist in the business. I mean, that you are auditing. You have experience. Yeah, you might be qualified in the industry code. Uh, maybe you have seen a lot of good practices. And so it is fair and smart that you validate your view with the auditing. Okay? So make your best effort to upgrade yourself as a value-added auditor. I think you want to be a value-added auditor. The value will not occur because you want to or just because you think you are super smart. My objective with this episode is precisely to tell you to be aware of these four bases and gradually you will upgrade yourself. Start today with the next audit. I'm sure next year these four bases will have an impact in your auditing perspective. So, as a summary, these four bases are First, recognize that every company must compete every day, every hour, and competition is fierce. So keep that in mind. Your audited organization must compete. Second, do not interfere with the agility and adaptability of the company to compete successfully. A very important third base. What is the value that your finding is providing? And fourth, Validate the value that you are trying to convey. So the audited organization can help you to target your intended value with precision and or help them to be precise when addressing your finding. Remember, this value-added approach is an add-on to your normal auditing techniques. My dear ISO coach, think about what I just told you Make an effort to always keep in mind the importance of a profitable and competitive business and the need to have a management system that supports your customer in a competitive environment. I assure you that you will be very successful. Just one more thing. These four steps is nothing more than PDCA cycle, in which you first prepare your mindset to add value, then you audit with the value-added approach in mind, then you check that the audit finding has a value to offer, and finally, you adjust the precision of your proposed value when validating it. In summary, think about this awareness of a competitive environment. Commitment not to negatively interfere with the agility and adaptability of the company. Establish the value of your finding and validate it. Hey, thank you for being here with me. I remind you to subscribe to this podcast as of today, we have listeners in the USA, Canada, Mexico, Brazil, Argentina, France, Spain, Italy, Romania, New Zealand, Japan, Kenya, Ecuador, Colombia, Poland, Austria, Germany, and many more. So, thank you. I'm honored with your time, and I just want to tell you this. This is your podcast because you are the ISO coach. Take care, all of you. I will meet you again. And don't forget to subscribe.